BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Hey, it's Khalil Wanda. And it's Agard. What up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Reggae Lover Podcast. Big up to all the listeners live right now on Nice Up Radio. Yeah, and big up to everybody listening on all streaming platforms across the world. Indeed, today we got a top five for you. The top five reggae rhythms. Our top five reggae rhythms. Agard and I have compiled our favorite rhythms. A quick note to everybody. This is just very random. It's not random, but it's a very generalized list. So I guess the question was posed. I don't know if you posed it. Uh, Yeah, you posed it. You know, should we do a top five rhythms? And then you asked, you know, should it be some type of category? And I said, just in general, whatever comes to mind. Right. You know, it's a very personal thing. We'll walk you through. And no matter what, whatever list, it's always going to be controversial. There's no way that it's not controversial when people put out these lists of especially rhythms because i mean we're talking about the most music per capita in the history of music you know coming from one little island but you know we we got how many decades at this point at least what six or seven decades worth of music so yeah it's very unique of a thing because it doesn't exist that I know of in any other genres. It's even the concept of rhythm, rhythm track. If you read the show notes or you see the title for this show, it's probably going to be spelled R-I-D-D-I-M as opposed to the traditional English spelling of the word rhythm. <laughs> as in rhythm and blues. I mean, I, I explained it to a coworker today when i said that this is going to be the topic and i think i think he got it it's yeah. a much it's a lot more difficult to describe dub plates than it is to describe rhythms yeah because i mean it's it's a beat instrumental yeah most music has that going <laughs> unless it's like classical or some or yoko ono yeah some other international concept and that yeah. lacks a beat Bjork. Man, I'm I'm trying to think of what that that list that was published just a couple of months ago. Oh, you're talking about Shawnee B's thing? Yeah. So Shawnee B was it was um announced on Shawnee B's show or revealed or whatever, but I know it was 
something that was collaborated up on by a team of people. Yeah, I think he put it together, though. I mean, I think it was his team that... It was his initiative. Right, his but, initiative. I mean, I know Nick, Nikki Z was involved, right? Yeah, and Walshie, it was like, uh Right. Was Matron, I believe, was involved with it. And, and those were just the people who helped with the reveal. I believe that they took a vote. It was a survey. Yeah, a survey of like a lot of different people in the industry. So, yeah, they did that list. And I think that was also just an all-time general list right yeah pretty much so when we talking about categories in general etc you have juggling you have foundation and when i say juggling i mean like dance hall quote unquote like up tempo fast all synonyms right there and then you have rhythms that are like sound clash rhythms then you have you know rubber dub rhythms you even have rhythms that are more synonymous with like say lovers rock so i mean it could be broken up into different categories that's not what we're doing right now this is our top five dance hall slash reggae rhythms of all time yeah our personal top five you know you don't have to say personal No, for me it's personal man no i mean it's personal but that's implied because that's something it's a concept and if you anybody doesn't under don't doesn't get the implication then I don't know. Just you know, there's gonna <laughs> be people who don't to. get. You know, there's gonna be people who don't get the implication. So I just say that, say it like that, because that's all, that's what the the debate that always comes up. Like, yo, all you right. do this and da 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 da, and they they right, talk right. about it's, which one was popular. And when I used to go to dance, I'm like, yo, I'm just one person. I'm just trying to pick five rhythms, you know. <laughs> yeah, the top five sing is definitely. Uh, garnered a lot of that kind of feedback it was like yo from i don't see little john on there yo it ain't real you know (laughs) yeah man and that's the thing with uh entertainment you know we have a lot of emotions attached to you know when we came of age when we started going to parties and and what impacted us you know and you know a lot of people think like because at their age this was the thing you know and i might happen to be a similar age so they're like, yo, you got to pick this. and No, I don't. All right. We're not, not up for debate. You can add to, you can let us know what your list is, but don't debate me about my list. All right. Yeah, man. A lot right, of so who's going, going first? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> Alphabetical order. So that would be you in this case. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So like I said earlier, you know, um, this question was posed to me. It was just like, okay, what? What is your top five? Uh, Khalil and I were talking earlier, and both of us picked a certain rhythm. Like, not picked. We wrote down a certain rhythm first. And then for both of us, that rhythm did not make our top five by the end of it. Okay? (laughs) So here's what I did. I just listed off a bunch of rhythms that... um, I'm talking about preliminary, right? How I I narrowed it down. I listed off a bunch of stuff that I like. And then I went and I started listening to them and, you know, Mm. what we call in the music industry, a being, you know what I'm saying? So like Mm. I would see how one sounded against another kind of bracketed it out. And these, I mean, it was very quick. It's not, it's not like I had a bunch. So for me, and I'll preface it like this, uh, you'll notice that my rhythms are from a certain era. 
you know? Yeah. And I guess I'm a complicated person because I'm not necessarily, <laughs> you know, I'm not known for playing this stuff, but this is what I listen to. If I want to, like, listen to reggae and, and, like, feel the bass a certain way and hear harmonies and, you know what I'm saying, singing a certain way, these are the rhythms I listen to. So my number one, and this is not in any particular order, but, you know, th- my number one is actually my number one of all time. Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Like something about that rhythm. Yeah, man. It's it's the... Yeah, and in this occasion, it's more the bass and the horns. You know what I'm saying? Usually it's the drums and the bass, but the bass and the horns on Baltimore. And I've mentioned this, I believe, early in this season... Somehow I didn't know that the original was a Nina, Nina Simone song. And it's actually very similar, you know, instrumentation to the Tamlin's version of Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, they reggae it out, you know, you know, added some things, but it's very similar. And I actually do like the Nina Simone version as well, you know, after hearing it. So, yeah. Big up to Nina Simone. Yeah, man. So... Baltimore, that's 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 my favorite. Yo, I love that rhythm, yo, yo, Manala, yo, I love that rhythm. I feel like more producers should have like relicked that rhythm there. Like there needed to be more forty fives on that rhythm. Obviously, there should be more sound sounds voicing on that. Yeah, rhythm, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say that. There, there, there should be. I don't. I don't care. There should be. You know, like. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that Stone Love did recently that was really well well done. You know, say I, I believe they voiced on the Baltimore rhythm recently. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if Bass did as well. I, I believe they did. Really? Uh, yeah, it's probably. I, I'm not remembering like who I've heard play it, but it's not a lot of sounds. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of way. sounds. But I just remember the 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 Stone Love, you know, you know dubs on it. Yeah, definitely. Another one, so with the Baltimore, it's like the spacing of, of like the, the notes and stuff. It's like, you know, it's not no, it's, crowded. Yeah. No, it's beautiful, man. It's it's very powerful. 1979, original. Yeah, man. Good year. So put the era out there. Yeah. And you, you probably know a lot more uh, than I do. Um, another rhythm that, or, all right, so... This rhythm actually bounced out the Java rhythm, okay? Mm-hmm. So anybody who knows me, you know, knows I, I like the Java from, you know, I first heard it when LP cut tunes on the Java rhythm. And this this is not the Java rhythm, but the Java rhythm has always been a favorite of mine, you know what I'm saying? Because right. I actually heard it live, LP playing it, and, you know, it's just like, yeah. what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Augustus Pablo dub. Yeah, for yeah. Dub version for anybody that wants to look that up. So the Java, I know I'm, this is my second entry, but the Java is actually just a uh, what? What's it called? Uh, honorable honorable mention. mention. Yeah, but this rhythm knocked the Java out of out of the spot, and it's the tonight rhythm. You know what I'm saying? The tonight rhythm. You know the bass. You know. Uh, a lot of a lot of bass heavy rhythms, and I know a lot of reggae has bass, but the the particular way in in which 
the bass is played on these rhythms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, so you know the original tune. Well, you, I'm not gonna sing it. I'm not gonna attempt to sing it. You, you, you want me to attempt to sing it? Oh yeah. Why won't you come on yeah. and? Yeah. 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 Give me some loving tonight, and that's the downbeat, the, the studio one. Yeah, man, it rough. It rough. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what, yo, that downbeat. What were we just listening to? Downbeat when they were in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's when he played. I don't think he played on LP show, but yo, Jesus, oh my goodness, yo, <laughs> yo, that version is, man. Yeah, man. These are rhythms you can't rush. You know what I'm saying? You can't rush them. Wicked and terrible. Yeah. So the third entry, you know, and this was also on my. Uh, what is it? Revolution list, and it was Declaration of Rights. Another, right. another amazing rhythm for me. Yeah, I talked about that. That the, the rhythm in particular. When we did the, the top five revolutionary reggae songs. Yeah, and for me, you know, I, I think my list on that show, particularly those songs. All of them had great lyrics and great rhythms. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can't separate. You know, as mentioned in previous episodes when we were reviewing <laughs> certain albums, I can't separate the lyrics from the rhythm in terms of reggae music. Other genres, I can do that, but yeah. Yeah. So my fourth entry is uh, "Pretty Looks." Now, yo, I love that rhythm too, yo. Yeah, and I, I got reintroduced to this rhythm earlier this year during quarantine because I was like, you know, I wanted to build up a good foundation juggling, you know what I'm saying? And when I found the tunes on the Pretty Looks, you know, yeah, massive, massive rhythm. You feel say I have more more Pretty Looks tune than me? Probably not, you know. In the box? I probably I I have different ones maybe because I remember you mentioning that you didn't hear certain uh, maybe one or two tunes. Yeah, but yo, when I think of that rhythm, I think of Sanchez because Sanchez has like four forty fives on that rhythm. Yeah, you know I I do like the Sanchez's on on the rhythm. What I I like the older version of the rhythm though. I don't like the 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 cleaner, more computerized. I mean, it's still a good rhythm. Yeah, it just doesn't like hit the, 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 the same I like way. The, I like the new one. I like the, I like the Sanchez rearrange my life like mm-hmm. that version. Yeah, man, yeah. crucial rhythm, yo. The next, the my final rhythm. I considered at some point switching it out for Java, for honorable mention, but I think it, it deserves a top five for me, especially you know my connection with it. Just this is one of my favorite early juggling rhythms, um, and it's the My Conversation rhythm. Mm. Yeah, man. A lot of great tunes on that rhythm as well. So you went Studio One heavy. You got like three Studio One right here. Um, my Conversation is uh, um, Bunny Striker Lee production, and then Baltimore's Sly and Robbie, I believe. Yes. Again. Yes. So real hardcore studio one and 
70s for the most part. Yeah, when I think about rhythms, I mean, look, I, I love juggling. I love the newer juggling rhythms in terms of just DJing out and having energy. But when I want to listen to reggae music, you know, this is the stuff I want to listen to. This is my, the characteristic of, of reggae for me. Yeah, man, you know what? I can't really take anything away from you with this top five. You know what I'm saying? And then Java is your, you know, honorable mention. Yeah. Like this, this top five right here, you know what I mean? You could take this to like enough elders and, you know, Enough big man, enough raster man. Yeah, man. Music. Yeah, man. And <laughs> it's funny because um, when I was doing research on some of these rhythms, you know, <laughs> like I looked at, you know, I, I listened on YouTube real quick because I wasn't about to like pop open like Serato or anything. So I just, you know, did quick searches on YouTube and so, some of the mixes for these rhythms and like it says like, 1970 whatever to 2000 whatever you know what i mean like hour-long mixes for, mm -hmm. for just one rhythm and it's interesting I, I didn't even know that was around like obviously i know it's around but i, I never thought to listen like I'm, I'm gonna go back and just listen to you know what i'm saying some of those mixes i, I don't know yeah. if i've ever experienced that listening to a a whole hour of just one rhythm it's the type of thing that that I used to do with Doug Podcast. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audio book about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm -hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Steffens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations and these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. I got to say, so I did get a chance to preview your list. Mm -hmm. There's actually one, there's one that I considered that's on your list. Actually, there's two on your list mm -hmm. that I considered. 
but we'll we'll talk about that when you get through your list. All right, cool. Yeah, because I didn't consider any on your list other than you know like Java. Like you're thinking right? about you, you see this. I think when 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 this topic came up, I think you're thinking about what you would cut on the plate. Well, I'll tell you what I was thinking. Yeah, about. go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was thinking about what I'll cut on. No. Now, I'll tell you what else. <laughs> so, similar to you, you know, I made a longer list from which I eliminated, um, you know, certain rhythms. But what I thought about was, through my personal history with the music, I thought about emotional responses that I've gotten in dances or while listening to audio or when hearing certain tunes. Mm-hmm. So I literally flash back to certain nights in certain dances where I gave certain forwards. I put my hand in the air and, you know what I'm saying, bust some shots in the air and, and I was beating the wall down or, you know what I mean, like yelling or whatever mm-hmm. because I was that, you know, hype off of hearing this stuff. Or times when, you know, I'm just bouncing, 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 bouncing. And I'm able to hear a rhythm being played like at length. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like at length. Because that's what a rhythm is all about. It's not a single where you just like one song and you listen to that one song. A rhythm is for juggling. Yeah. A rhythm is where like, yeah, you might listen to a mix, like an hour long mix <laughs> of songs on this rhythm. And then go listen to another one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? To see like how it's different, how it's put together different and what different selections might be on there. So conceptually, when a rhythm comes out, there's a certain number of songs that come out on the rhythm in reggae. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, a part of the game is getting the, the instrumental and putting remixes on it or voice and dub plates on it. And that's how you're able to extend the juggling with a certain rhythm for a long time, um, longer than the original songs. And then, you know, it's like, oh, surprise, look what I can play on the rhythm and that kind of a thing. So that's kind of how I built my rhythm. Just like what have I listened to the most and what would I, you know, what has really affected me on an emotional, on a deep level the most. So... That's my intro. Um, this is in no particular order, mm-hmm. but the one at the top of the rhythm is "Love Panani Bad," mm-hmm. um, King Jammy's rhythm. Title song for the Shabaranks, you know, single "Love Panani Bad," and there are a few other forty fives on the rhythm from original Jammy's release, but. This is very much a dub plate rhythm mm-hmm. because of the aggression of the rhythm, the, the strong bass, um, and the ability to mix the rhythm down um, yeah. with the you know the, the drum and bass. So that this one, you know, my moment that I flashed back to was actually in Atlanta in the Royal Peacock one night when Bass Odyssey was in town and Squingy, rest in peace to Squingy. Um, I think it was like three of them. It might be Squingy, Mark, and Skinny were all in the DJ booth 
at the Royal Peacock and they had a lot of dub boxes with them. <laughs> and they were like, yo, this is I was standing very close and watching them work with the dubs. And I was just in awe. But when they got to the Love Panani Bad Rhythm, they played it for a really long time, yo. Like they were rinsing tunes on it and yo, they were busting up the place. And I remember the one song that I remember was the is it Junior Cat? Yeah, um, yeah. So, we never, we never want, want yeah, yeah. hold the gun yeah, yeah, yeah. without the glove. Oh my God! Yo, let me. Like, let me yo. So I know this is your list, <laughs> but yo, first of all, that tune when it used to come on in Brooklyn, like yo, I've seen shots fired for that tune, yo, multiple, multiple yeah. times. Like, I, like that tune, like when it was played in Brooklyn when it came out, like you couldn't play it one or two or three times, yo. You couldn't. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a Brunk Needle kind of tune. You know, like like you said. Gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. And the way and the way that that rhythm could be get mixed down, it's like, yeah. it's like because the, when the bass comes in, if you're in a in a in a live dance hall with a good sound system, the bass sounds like it's 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 about to just like knock you over, yo. Right, it's thumping you in the chest. Yeah, yo. and you don't and you don't bring it all the way down. It's just like you bring it down a little bit. And it's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta, you know, that's when the selector say, "Bonk, pon your toe, jump up, jump up." You know, everybody's just jumping. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering why more sounds don't cut that rhythm nowadays, yo. It's crazy. I mean, you know, that's another. Uh, okay, carry on. That's another lane. So the next one that I put down is Fat Ting. Now, Slang Ting is a legendary rhythm. I believe that was on the number one on the Shawnee B's list of... of yes, Slang Ting was, yes. Yeah, and so I can think of tons of Slang, Slang Ting songs that I love. The original release of that rhythm was two LPs full, right? So there's thousands of songs, thousands of versions of that rhythm right now. Um, but my favorite version, I guess, outside of the original is the Fat Ting. And that's the one with the Anthony Red Rose style. And um, I think it's a Firehouse dub production that, you know, produced this, what we call the Fat Ting version. Man, it's just the ultimate in whatever dance hall is supposed to be <laughs> when you talk about computerized mixing with real instruments that's fat thing it has like the range of treble and bass is unmatched it has the spaces in there it has you know the mix down in there it has the aggression in there and there's only 145 on fat thing so Obviously, this is a dub plate rhythm once again. Yeah. So I recall, I think the memory that I have is a little bit earlier than the previous one in one of these clubs. It might have been Prestige. Remember? <laughs> Remember Club Prestige? I don't think that was even around when you came to Georgia, son. Probably not. Yeah, yo, this is like mid to early 90s. So anyway, I think the sound was Poison Dart. Okay. And they played like they opened up a fat ting juggling. I think it was either early warm or it was an empty dance. And yo, they might have played that for like an hour, just 
You know what I'm saying? With the... And it's just like, oh my God, yo. Tune after tune after tune after tune. Just, wow. Yo, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you said fat thing, like, I can't, like, my head just keeps on bouncing, yo. Like, right. I just remember so many different memories, you know. Some of the tunes that you, you cut on, on the rhythm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so sorry if you're not a dub plate per- fan, guys. I and mean, you might be if you hear this stuff that we're talking about. You might need to look it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no joke right here. All right, next is the Kutchi. Again, now Kutchi is from the Mighty Diamonds Pass, the Dutch upon the left hand side. You know, or some past the country, yeah, from the left hand side. Or some people might, yes. more people probably the know the musical youth's version, yeah, right. So, same rhythm, and then you have Michael Rose, Saka Sensimenia, which is a, a different version of the rhythm. Those are probably like the three biggest tunes right there, but it's been versioned hundreds of times, and there's a version of it that's of course, the original version is a studio one. You, know, you have the Freddie McGregor Africa, which is a, a beautiful tune. That's That rhythm takes me away just to a different zone, a different place. Gosh, at least half the songs on it are about herb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just a little... There's a rhythm, a song called Sensi Ride from um, Wayne Wanda. That's that kind of a rhythm. It's a sensi ride. <laughs> and the bass line is super heavy. I've played the rhythm a lot. There's so many different, like, there's generations of clutchy rhythm. You could play new, you could play old, a lot of really good singles, hit songs. And then now, when you enter the dub plate arena, it's a rhythm that a lot of times it's the first rhythm that gets played by a sound you know what i mean to start off around starting everything up from scratch and that that bass start doom 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 stevie culture what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So on last episode, you know, he, that was the only rhythm he referenced. <laughs> when talking about the bands playing, you know, and playing that rhythm and, and versions of it. Yes, to your point, Agard, I'd like to have a nice arsenal of dubs on the Kutchie just because. I agree with you. The thing about the Kutchie, though, it depends on the version for me. You know what I'm saying? There's some versions with all these rhythms. You know, there have been lickovers or, you know, where people do the rhythm over. 
and they haven't always been done justice, in my opinion. So for me, the country is similar to, in a sense, I know this is probably going to trigger you or somebody, similar to the Stalag in a sense, right? There's only really one version of the Stalag that I really, really respect. But the Kutchi, there are some versions of the Kutchi where it's like you don't get that impactful bass that I just, I don't know, you know? I mean, the one that most people cut on dub is the same version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that... Just the, the one that make it yeah. for that purpose. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, like, I know Radigan has... The, the other version with the horns, which is more like like the full up rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Kachi. And I have a similar opinion about the next one you're about to say too. Dang, that's my third. Okay, so my fourth one is Cuscus. So Cuscus, the original Cuscus. I think it's Lloyd Robinson. And I would advise anybody who's not familiar with these rhythms to immediately go and Google. Go and YouTube them, you know, check Spotify, check Pandora, you know, to hear what we're talking about. Yo, I just looked this up and um, one came up saying 1968, one came out saying 1979, one came out saying 1984. So it's 1969 to 19 something. Looks like Harry J was the original or it could have been Henry Junjo Laws. No, that was a re-release in the 80s. So you see what I'm saying? Just that song alone, just that song by that artist alone. Tons of different versions of it. But the original one is, again, like what I was, how I was describing the fat thing. Like the, the treble when the bass is not in. And then when, they, when the bass comes in, it's an explosion. It's an eruption. It's like... It's almost deafening. It's almost, it's startling. <laughs> it's like night and day, you know, just in one thing. So it's really the baseline that does it for me. And I mean, I, I don't have to go the dub plate conversation about it. I mean, because the 45s on it are that crazy. Like there's a channel one version with, um, with a Sammy Dread song, you know, come back darling. That's another crazy version of Cuss Cuss. Big up to Massive B, Bobby Condors got a ridiculous version of Cuss Cuss with, you know, Shinehead singing Promises on it. And, um, you know, Boro Banton, Tekka Set, and um, Anthony B stand up on Fight From You, Awaria. You know, that's a crazy version of it right there. It's one of these rhythms that's been done over thousands of times once again. And very popular. Multiple different versions that are popular on dub plate. But... Um, this is a rhythm that through my listening to Kilimanjaro a lot, you know, back in the 90s, this was one of Trupa's murderous rhythms. Like, he could have probably played Cuss Cuss for a couple hours. He had, you know, any song that you could think of. Um, another sound is Stone Love, um, their version with like the Sizzler Capleton combinations. Yo, man, like this stuff, yo, you guys got to experience this, like. Hearing me talk about it is not doing it justice. Yeah, I think that 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 Stone Love version is the one where I could have just listened to it, <laughs> and then I, I I put in another Stone Love juggling as uh, on it again, and I just listened to it again. Yeah, man. I mean, like that that like that Sanchez medley that Gyro cut on that yo. 
I'm sorry, people. I know I'm supposed to be talking, but you know, like I told you, like this is stuff that's it's emotional for me. <laughs> yeah, so I've had goosebumps come up like tons of times listening to this rhythm. <laughs> so it was one of the rhythms that you know I when we started cutting dubs, you know, I was just like, yo, put everybody on this. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care what kind of artist you are. You giving me a cuscus tune. You know what I'm saying? Love that rhythm. I don't like hearing it as much anymore because people don't always voice it well. You know, people are not putting thought into the songs that they're putting and the key and the pitch and the things like that that matter. You know, even sometimes just the songs itself don't fit the lyrics. So shame on you, sound men that are not doing the cuss cuss justice. Yeah. Shame. Shame on you. And my fifth rhythm is it's showtime. So before you even go into this, see, this is definitely how I knew you had dub plates on your mind. Because to me, the 45s on this on this uh, rhythm... They like the dub plate versions of whatever cut on dub plate is better than the 45s. Well, let me tell you something. You know, I don't Please. have any dub plates. I never voiced any dub plates on this rhythm, but I have used this rhythm to elevate the vibes on numerous dance floors night in and night out especially you know closer to the time that the rhythm came out you know when showtime was like an automatic set of forwards is automatic bridge no not i'm not gonna say bridge automatic elevator in the dance you know what i'm saying like it's very it just didn't it didn't flop you know what i'm saying it, it never it never let me down as a as a sound man and i'm talking about the original 45s you know because this is the 90s this is one of the pinnacles this is one of the ultimate 90s rhythms where it's voiced a certain way where it has singers it has it has women it has combinations and then it has bounty and beanie you know what i mean like hitting you with the it has call and response tunes if a fossil and a like quick yeah. You know, it's like automatic. It's got everything you need to build a little juggling just with the 45s that are on the rhythm. So, yeah, you, you know, know what it I, is. I strongly I, contest what you just said. I, I just heard it too much, man. I think that's what it was. There was a brief time when, you know, you know how it is sometimes, man. It's like sounds just play it back, even if somebody else played it, you know. I heard the showtime mm-hmm. a lot, especially the 45s. Yeah, well, the Showtime, I think, outside of Pepper Seed, I think that Showtime was the rhythm that probably played the most, like, in the history of all time. (laughs) To where you could go to a dance, and that was primarily what you heard. (laughs) It was like Showtime. So, yeah, it was played a lot. And that's why, you know, if I had to pick a juggling rhythm, this would be the rhythm because... I think it's versatile in that you can mix it down. Um, you could dance to it. You know, I'm not let me let me get to dancing next. I'm still talking about like 
the rhythm, you know, the impact that it had. I want to tell you, it was not only dub plates. This was a very heavily remixed rhythms. It was like one of the first rhythms where you could listen to a mixtape and the mixtape would just be all these, you know, like the black Chinese style of remixing. Like I think it's Renaissance and those sounds like the, you know, that's when that stuff really started where DJs were, however they were doing it, putting different acapellas over the showtime and coming up with these mega mixes. So you could have a mixtape where it's all showtime, including the original 45s plus remixes, you know, plus some dub plates too. Um, even hip hop, for whatever reason, was going in <laughs> on the showtime instrumental back then. I'm telling you, there's I, I can think back to tons of different mixes. You know, you know what comes to mind when you, you talk about that? Another rhythm. I know it's not part of either one of our lists, but it's mm -hmm. similar to that. That vibes superstar rhythm. Yeah, superstar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nick Nick tried to do this to, to me. <laughs> I remember <laughs> big up Jamaica State of Mind. <laughs> I mean that's the time in the thought about showtime I've been buying while I bring up superstar. Superstar didn't last long, like showtime. Listen, we're not I'm not talking about popularity or how many people yeah. played it? Superstar or... is great, but I feel like comparing the two, you know, Superstar had far less forty fives that were good, and it was it was boring. Well, yeah, the forty fives, um, but the it's a good when rhythm. you cut dubs on it though, to me, that was their attempt at remaking or making the next generation of Love Panani bad, especially with the, you know, the Spraga. Okay. All right, moving on. Who's hating on Spraga today, huh? <laughs> Yo, the Spraga on Showtime is mud. Yes. Showtime rhythm. The other thing about it is, you know, I had a lot of um, video cassettes around the time Showtime was out of the stage shows and different performances all over Jamaica. And that's all the band would play at that time. The band would run Showtime and, you know, this is the days when there was unity. So all the artists would be around the stage area somewhere and they'd just bum rush the stage. You know what I'm saying? And so you get one artist rip off a song on the showtime. Another artist run out and grab the mic and drop their song with the punchline. And then, you know what I mean? It was just like a frenzy, like a complete, absolute frenzy. Yeah, that was, like, a, so hype. That was a big time <laughs> alliance rhythm. That's when the alliance... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, everyone, Sizzler, mm -hmm. Capleton, you know what I mean? Frisco, like just you name it. Cause yeah, the bubble them used to mash up that rhythm too, son. Yeah, definitely. And then finally, my last piece, the, my last chapter on the showtime is talking about the dancing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yo, you, you ever wine a girl to showtime, son? Dude, that was like. How many decades ago? <laughs> Yo, my son. memory is not that long, son. Well, I'm just saying, this is why it's on my top five, because it's like, yo, when it's select, yo, when the song is being mixed down, and you know what I mean? It's like, yo, you could play it slow or fast, but yo, that song gave me, like, that put the battery in my back, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't backing away from nothing. Like, yo, 
if you're going down low, like, yo, I'm going. Little juki. You know what I'm saying? Juki. <laughs> <laughs> right. You could, get, you could do the slow wind. <laughs> or you could, you could perform, like, all the styles of partner. I'm not talking about yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Minor dancing, man. I'm talking about dancing with a girl. You could do every style. You could, yo, Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, yo, you could pepper see, yo, whatever you want to do. It's very easy. It's easy enough, you know what I mean, to stay on beat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, it's that perfect, like, yo, it's about 100 BPMs, you know, which is, yo, music sounds good between 50 and 150 BPMs, and 100 happens to be that midpoint. Where, you know what I'm saying, universally, it's like, yo, it's almost like an automatic, easy vibe. So, yeah, man. Sorry about the tangent on that one. No worries, <laughs> you know. And I just thought of something for anybody who's trying to start, you know, producing this type of music. You know, a good thing to do would be, you know, import it into your DAW and trying to, re, re, you know, reverse engineer it, man. You know, because we need some stuff that's inspired by these types of rhythms, but with a fresh, fresh new spin. All right. So my honorable mention is the answer rhythm. Okay. And I say answer. There's there's so many different versions of the answer rhythm, you know, that they don't even, the original and the most popular version don't sound even that similar to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you know, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I have to, like, you know, Vineyard Party, I guess, is what, one of the most popular songs yeah. from Supercat, you know, that people may know. And then the original, uh, Slim Smith, you know, I will never let you go. Yo, um, Downbeat was playing that, right? They they went in on that rhythm on that Jap- the Japan audio as well, mm. a little bit. Yeah, those vibes, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I just love that rhythm. When a sound starts outplaying the answer rhythm, they have a lot of tunes on it. Like, it can be like a very nice buildup. Um, I think that rhythm as a selector is a great bridge between one drop, you know, slow juggling, and as you're picking up the pace. That's a great transition or rhythm right there to reel off some tunes on that. And then, you know what I'm saying, gradually go, you know, you can like go into juggling, play a lot faster after that, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? As you're slowing it back down, it's another great, you know, way to have some good vibes, but you slowing the tempo down. So yeah, it's so interesting. Like the tips right there. It's interesting <laughs> where both of our minds went to, you know, for me, it's, it's like, Oh, if I want to relax, this is what I listen mm-hmm. to. And for you, it's kind of like, yo, if I want to kill sounds, <laughs> nah, it's not, yo, I'm just like, nah, I'm know. saying it's just a dance hall setting. Yeah. That's how I, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't, I just, I, I didn't think of like, if I'm just, relaxing on a sunday you know sipping a lemonade or something i'm thinking like i thought of yo in my lifetime what like what rhythms really got me there like really did something that i i can't get out of my mind (laughs) yeah man i would say wow it's like rhythms are just starting to fly into my head now so along those lines i guess an honorable honorable mention yo for some reason uh chase vampire oh for real yeah I always yeah. liked that. Yeah. I always liked that rhythm, and I never could understand. Like recently, people started cutting on it, but I remember mm-hmm. I never could understand why sounds back in the day never didn't cut a bunch of dubs on it. 
recently it's it's had a little bit of a re uh, reemergence. Thank uh, Mighty Crown for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that meant them beat Jaro and win the first world clash that went to the Japanese. Yeah, man, that's a tough. That's a tough rhythm. So some new tunes on that, yo. I mean, they were rinsing like Sham and stuff, like brand new <laughs> Baby Sham and Bounty Killer. It was like, dang, get him the trophy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another one, you know, that I mentioned, um, you know, what was on my thing was um, Pepper Seed, uh, similar to Showtime, you know, a few years earlier. There was a time when that rhythm being as prolific as it was, I mean, that rhythm played for like two and a half years straight. Some parties was like, like primarily Pepper Seed did I play? Primarily well, Pepper Seed Dance did I dance? Well, <laughs> in, in in Brooklyn, I could tell you. All right, so hold on. You said I was in Brooklyn. So hold on, hold on. Yo. You said was it Showtime? Was like yeah. the ultimate like nineties rhythm? Yeah, it was one of them. Showtime and Pepper Seed. For me, for me, Showtime and Pepper Seed. For me, Hot Wax. Yeah, yeah. Hot Wax too. Hot Wax is is awesome. You know, it's just that. Hot whack. The forty fives didn't make it at all. No, but the dubs. You know, there was like a handful of forty fives. There's a handful of original release songs on that rhythm that were good. You know, and four of them were Bounty and Beanie Warring, and one of them was Mad Cobra with the girl tune. So that's the big difference with Hot Wax. And the other Hot one, Wax, yeah. And this is probably gonna have to be our last one because we could go on for a long time. Corduroy. Yeah. Corduroy was a nice little rhythm. Yeah. All right. We're not going to, you know, subject our audience. You know, I, I think this is good for like, you know, a first kind of like top five rhythms generally. And we'll, you know, throughout the next couple seasons, we'll get more granular. granular yes. With it. <laughs> I like it. I want to hear everybody's top five. Yo, I always say this, and then everybody doesn't sound off on their top five. This is pretty easy. If you know this music, you got to have your own top five, man. Yeah, man. Send us your top fives. Send us your top fives. When we post this on Instagram, find a page at Regular Lover Podcast. Drop your fi- drop your top five in the comments, yo. Yeah, man. So let's do a little buzzworthy. Quick, quick, quick. Till Shiloh 25th anniversary. The iconic, best-selling Bujabantan album is now 25 years old, officially. And that's the album that went gold, right? Recently. Yep. Album is gold, certified. Trying to see if we can make it platinum. Another 25 years down the line, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, what I'm saying, am I released a special version of the album that has unreleased tracks or one unreleased song never heard before song yes apparently so that's cool curious to see what this new song i sound like still i mean so new like or or an unreleased song from them times those times right right i'm hoping it's an unreleased song from those times but yeah at the time of recording this you know it's it's about to be released you're listening to this it has been out but we we haven't been able to listen to it yet yeah man till shiloh still one of my favorite yeah it's in my top five albums you know what i'm saying like realistically (laughs) say say it proudly man don't let nick bully you into like you know what i'm saying like say it proud you know shout out to nick 
You know, just Nick said proudly that Buju's not in his top five. You say it proudly that this album is in your top five. Yeah, man. This album's in my top five. You know, shouts out also to the Vault Classic Music Reviews podcast, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, I was a guest on talking about Till Shiloh. That was released earlier this year. Another album that I reviewed on that podcast as a special guest was the Capleton album, More Fire, mm-hmm. which is another classic. And that was released approximately 20 years ago. Yeah. That's the album with Who Them and Nof Ada Sang, Bad Sang, Webad, Izimi. Yeah, man. Capleton, you know, since the late 80s has been a prolific artist. And at that time was still on a hot streak. It was like a decade long hot streak, yo. Is that from the late 80s to the late 90s? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, More Fire dropped like, what, 99? So Capleton didn't cool down well he didn't really cool down yo he's still coming out with stuff obviously so is sizzla yeah but he had a nice run man like and and so did sizzla you know so big up to to capel one of the top fives that we may be doing you know maybe next month or or the month after that or next season is gonna be the top five dub plate artists (laughs) so you know i mean you may we may be talking about capelton let me get to that conversation. I don't know. Okay. Also, sad news. Last week, you know, we talked about the culture, the backing band culture. And we, we bigged up different bands and different musicians out of Jamaica, spreading the reggae gospel around the world. Got news of Dalton Brown's passing a few days after that. Dalton Brown, the legendary musician from Jamaica who has been an instrumental part of the business, I believe since the 1970s. And he worked with just about everybody, the who's who of the reggae music industry. So I saw a lot of different artists from the you know Freddie McGregor to Sizzla to different people you know, making their posts and paying tribute to Dalton Brown. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. 2020, boy. Man, I tell you. This year. It's been one of those years. Definitely has been. So condolences to the fam and, you know, bless up all the people who are grieving right now with losses. Hold firm and hold the fate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Tastemaker and we out of here. For the Tastemaker this week. Please check out the new remix for the song called Fresh and Clean by Jazz Elise featuring Governor. Fresh and Clean originally dropped late 2019. It's been refreshed with the addition of Govi Govi. Bad little song, yo. And if you didn't know, Jazz Elise is the latest artist to sign to protege's indignation label so this single is like really just marking that occasion i'm sure she's gonna go on to much bigger and better things and and superstardom and all that under the the indignation collective six course music collaboration with rca music big things yeah man proto uh, uh, jenna you know jinal 
No, I'm saying, <laughs> Proto say, no man to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh boy, yo, it's a beautiful thing too, you know. Yeah, man. I like what he's doing, man. I like. I see your vision, son. Word. <laughs> yo, yeah, man. Big up to all the pretty melanins out there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the listeners once again. Thank you for listening every single week. Um, I'm sure wherever you're listening, something is rough for you right now. So appreciate you taking time out of your day, your busy day, your hectic day, your anxiety-ridden day, or anxiety-riddled day, you know what I'm saying, to listen to us. Hopefully, when you're listening to this, uh, the USA knows who who's, it, who's uh, the president. You know, I know I had to bring it up, man, but, you know, you, we made it. Whatever the outcome is, because we're taping it right now and there isn't an outcome right now, whatever it is, we made it. You know, if your guy didn't win, you'll you'll be okay. If your guy won, congrats. You know, now's where the real work begins. Well said. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. You know, for my views on politics, check out Jamaican State of Mind. <laughs> I don't know exactly which numbered episode that was, but, you know, our recent appearance on there, the second part, we definitely got into politics. And uh, if you, you know, I haven't mentioned my politics too much on this podcast, but I did go into it there. So if you're interested, go check them out. Yeah, man. Check out Regular Lover State of Mind <laughs> on a Jamaican State of Mind. Yeah. All right. That's about all we have. So have a great rest of the week until next time peace regular lover podcast was produced by andres agard and aubrey khalil agard visit regulover.com for full show notes archives and more information if you're interested in a sponsorship or donation please email info at regulover.com Follow us on Instagram at Regular Lover Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Regular Lover Podcast. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audio book about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm -hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Steffens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole, film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. 
I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.